And it's been a while since I came. It has been a while, ladies and gentlemen. I have missed you. Let's just ignore the fact that I've not done a podcast in a while and just say welcome. How is your Sunday afternoon going? It is Sunday, October the 4th. Uh, it's morning time for me. I don't know what time you're listening to it, but I'm sure the birds are chirping. Uh, it's in East Tennessee. The leaves are going to start changing. We've got that crisp autumn air for at least a day or two more before it turns back into summer here. How are you doing? If you didn't catch on to uh, the song that was playing in the background, I'm going to let it play for just another minute. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. There's, there's a lot of meaning in this song. It's It's been a while since I've talked to you. It's also been a while since the Braves won a postseason series. This song was released in 2001. And, and we're going to go with the 2001 theme today. Uh, if you don't know, IYK, IYK, if you know, you know. The last time the Braves won a playoff series was the year 2001. Uh, for all you uh, uh, math nerds out there, that was 19 years ago, 1-9, almost two decades, almost 20 years ago, but it wasn't. It was 19. Uh, I was a wee young lad of, of you know, 18. Woo, 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 woo. 18, uh, the last time the Braves uh, made a playoff run, uh, if you can believe that. That was a day or two ago. Um, there was a lot of great songs back there. Uh, it, it, Destiny's Child was singing Independent Wom Women. That was a big hit. Uh, you had Alicia, Alicia Keys, Fallen. Ooh, Train, Drops of Jupiter, Drive by Incubus. I mean, do you all remember those songs? I mean, I know I do. They're all near and dear to my heart. Uh, John Mayer had just come hit the scene with Your Body is a Wonderland. I mean, do you want me to keep going? NSYNC was a thing. Uh, oh, Trick Daddy was a big guy back in the day. 19 years ago. I mean, it's, it's hard. That is a long, long time. And one of my other all-time favorite songs, if you can remember, does anybody remember Casey and JoJo? Oh, oh, the Braves are apologizing to us, everyone. They are apologizing. They came in like a wrecking ball uh, to the Reds this series. We are going to talk about that primarily today, the Braves winning the playoff series against Trevor Bauer, uh, Castillo, and the Reds. And, and boy, were they a nightmare. IYK, IYK. If you're a sports fan, you know what I'm referring to. I'm not going to play the Joey Votto clip. You can uh, be an adult. You can Google that on Twitter. Uh, anywhere you want to look for Joey Votto's quote saying their offense uh, is a nightmare and they look forward to continuing their series. Brave uh, Reds fans, excuse me had packed their bags, they said, to uh, be playing all the way to the World Series for about a month. That lasted them all of two days uh, for hanging out in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, it's funny stuff. Uh, but I cannot be more excited. I am so excited. Uh, the Braves have won. We're going we're gonna to take a deep dive. Um, 
into that, and 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 that's what we're going to go. But first and foremost, uh, let, let's talk about the preview of that game. Pretty much everyone, unless you're a Braves homer, and I'm going to equate this to uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Garrett Cheatham. Uh, he he helps on the podcast some from uh, from time to time. He he told me, uh, and if you go back uh, several podcasts when we talked about UT football, he assured me that UT football was not going to w- uh, lose again uh, for the next ten years. They were going to go undefeated. And so far this season, he's correct. They they won yesterday uh, against uh, Mizzou. Uh, big ups to the Vols. We'll, we'll talk about that too. Um, but he is so he's just they're not going to lose. Jeremy Pruitt's the man. Jer- uh, Garantano's going to start drawing a social security check from UT because he's going to be there forever, and they can't lose. That is how I felt about the Braves and Red series. Literally, literally, all the everyone around baseball. I'm telling you, I am a John Boy Homer as well. I love uh, Jimmy, Jake, and Trev. What all they do for us in BBD, big fan of theirs. I'm a huge supporter. Um, I'm going to play a clip for you in a second that says that uh, every one of them, except for Jake, uh, picked the Reds, and that's okay. The Reds have some phenomenal starting pitching. However, the Reds this season were atrocious when it came to offense. They were horrible. They were horrible, horrible, horrible. And the Braves. While the Braves like to strike out, and they struck out this season, the Braves are second in the league, the Major League Baseball, all of Major League Baseball in home runs. Our offense this year in bullpen have carried us out through this whole entire season. If you're a Braves fan, you know that Mike Soroka went down. You know we DFA'd uh, Mike Fultonevich. He looked horrible. You know that Sean Newcomb was horrible. You know we went through the Tommy Milwan. And, and I don't even remember the other guy's name that we DFA'd now. We had horrible starting pitching. There for forever, it was Max Freed against everyone. Max Freed was phenomenal. He, he, I think his record ended up being 8-0 this year, and he was out for a couple, uh, uh, like a 10-day stint on the aisle. Phenomenal. Our starting pitching was atrocious, aside from Max Freed. And then Ian Anderson came on, looked really good. Kyle Wright finally figured it out and looked fantastic. Bryce Wilson even had a really good start in there. But our offense and our bullpen has been our saving grace all season long. And for whatever reason, the Braves, much like their 12 o'clock start time the past uh, on Wednesday and Thursday, was just overlooked by the media. And that's fine. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not saying that. The Reds are that pick uh, in NCAA basketball where you want that 12 seed to beat your 5 or, or the 7 to beat the 14. However you want to do that. You want that upset. You want it really bad. And the Reds starting pitching – lean to that. It looked good. Trevor Bauer. I mean, the the man, the 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 greatness that Trevor Bauer has. I'd love for him to be in a Braves uniform next year. It, he's really good. Castillo, really, really good. Sonny Gray, really, really good. That, but they have no offense, and no one could see that. No one could see that. So what I want to play real quick for you guys, and and just bear with me a second here. I'm going to take a a little a little break, but just just listen to my good friends Jimmy and John or, or Jimmy and Jake real quick. Start off scared. Starting game one. Norm, you're scared. Norm's patron in the chat, Braves fan. Don't be scared about but he all, Norm's scared, but he's also locked in. He said it's a lock that the Braves win. Yeah. I think they're going to do this. Is that not baseball fandom wrapped up into one? They're going to do their same thing, man. They're, they're <laughs> going to – that top of that lineup is disgusting. Is that not baseball fandom? I'm telling you right there. You heard it. This was recorded on September the 28th. I'm a Patreon of John Boy and Jimmy. It's the best two bucks you can spend. Come hang out with me as one of a handful of Braves fans that 
talked about them all the time. Uh, there's Brad Johnson that's in the chat with us usually on a daily basis. Uh, there's an Andrew. Uh, there's Quentin. There's a whole bunch of it's it's great stuff. I mean, it's the ultimate plug I can give for you is to spend two dollars. It's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks to be a part of Jumbo and Jimmy's chat. You can hang out with all the cool kids in there. You can feel like you're somebody, and it's extra extra special, really and truly. But seriously, did you hear what they said? They said Norm said it's a lock, and it was a lock. I had turned like I started this rant at the beginning about Garrett and his fandom for UT. That's what I did with the Braves team. I looked at all the negativity. I knew that the Reds pitching was fantastic. I knew all that stuff. I knew that we only had Max Fried in a dream, but I believed in him, and I thought, I was like, man, I am going to sell this crazy homerness that I have into a Braves win, and by golly, we did it. We, I mean, it was, it was, it was a fantastic. I couldn't believe that we won. It was so great. I'm so, so happy the Braves won, and to get that awful 19 years off their back. I, I don't care if we, if we get blown out by the Marlins. It's not going to happen. But if we get swept by the Marlins, we've got that playoff series, and there's so much to look forward to for next season. I don't believe the Marlins are going to sweep us. I think that we have a perfect path to the NLCS. I, I, I know that. I know I've told so we're going to talk about it a lot. I'm rambling. I'm just so excited. I know you can hear that in my voice, and I'm so excited. I'm going to pause for a second, collect my thoughts, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about the game, and then we're going to look ahead to the uh, Marlins. All right, let's talk about um, the game one and game two. It's, it's going to be rather quick. I mean, if, if you watched um, game one, you know that it went 13 innings, and you know the Braves won in the bottom of the 13th. They walked it off. Um, really, essentially, a quick quick wrap-up here. Max Freed shoved. Um, he had some of that BDE energy, uh, drug it across the infield. I will leave it at that. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't... Um, just figure it out. Um, he did really good. He pitched just, and Bauer pitched a phenomenal game as well. Uh, I don't want to take anything from Bauer. He looked great. Um, he shoved. He walked off. Did a little tomahawk chop. It's very. It was on brand. Um, I appreciated that. Uh, Max Fried looked equally as good as Bauer. I mean, both of those dudes were dealing. Um, and, and a lot of people don't know this. This was Max Fried's uh, first postseason start. I know that last year he came in from the bullpen, which is kind of a waste now looking at it, uh, to, to play some of that. We're not going to talk about last season's postseason uh, adventure. We'll leave it at that. But 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 he came in, looked fantastic. Bauer looked fantastic. They both pitched. I think Max went seven and a third. Bauer went seven and two thirds. Um, looked phenomenal. Turned it over to the bullpen. Uh, the Reds, I believe, left 14 guys in uh, runners in scoring position uh, throughout the whole game and loaded the bases twice, uh, I think, in the 11th and 12th um, for that, which, I mean, the, like I said earlier, the Reds just have no offense. It, it's it's homer or nothing for them. They don't play small ball. The Braves also don't play small ball, so I'm not nitpicking there. If you listen to the broadcast, you got to hear A-Rod ramble on for inning after inning about how no one could bunt. Who cares about bunting? Uh, bunting is an old school baseball thing. Uh, with, with the DH this year and the NL, no one needs to bunt. I love bunting. I love to see it go up there. Uh, but but in the world of analytics and, and how everything goes, it's just not worth it nowadays. It, it's better to have Dansby Swanson, who loves late inning uh, heroics, Ozzy Albies, to go up there and swing the bat. That's what those dudes are there for. We, we don't have a relief, relief pitcher going up there to try to lay down a sack bunt. It's just, it's just not the game of baseball is not built around that. Do teams... Uh, uh, capitalize on that? Yes, they do. The the Marlins uh, team we're going to look forward to are, are small ball fanatics, and I love that. I love that brand of baseball. I love that small ball, but the Braves don't play that. They don't need to play that. I understand 
This game was atrocious to watch. I mean, it was it was a pitcher's duel that you love to see. You love all that stuff, but it, it was dragging. I mean, it was it was taking all my fingernails, all the life that I had in my body to watch this ball game um, to see what happened. Anyway, long story short, Marqueca singled. We bring in Christian Pache, heroed it up. Uh, Freddie Freeman hit a little loop to dupe uh, out to the outfield, and Pache scored first to third on that. Or actually, he scored on second. There's a wild pitch there that he got to second on. Scored game over, one to nothing. It was probably Freddie Freeman's best postseason uh, memory that he will have for quite a while, unless we take a deep run here. Um, he went up and, and MV freed it, uh, essentially what Freddie Freeman needed to do. I was glad to see that from Freddie because he looked awful last year. He's looked phenomenal this year. Uh, we'll, we'll hit some stats here in a minute for that. But but that was game one. We won one to nothing. And that took my stress level down considerably. I mean, that was... Everything we needed from the Braves right there. I mean, getting that one game in a best of three series where you got to win two in a row, getting that first win off your back is just huge. That's huge, huge, huge. I knew it from the get-go. I, I had told some friends of mine um, that this was going to be a lock, Braves in two. I didn't want to fully commit to that, but I did tell several people that Braves in two was going to be a thing. I was super excited about that, get that first win. And then we go on to game two, and Ian Anderson – First start. This is his seventh start as a major league baseball pitcher. I understand he played A ball, uh, A double, triple A, did all that stuff, but can you imagine to go out there as your seventh start? He's not even got 10 starts on him. Seventh start, and it's in a game two out of a best of three in which we really needed the win because the bullpen was kind of taxed the game before, and he comes out there and throws six beautiful innings of baseball. He had nine strikeouts, only two base on balls. Got a little nerve-wracking there. The strike zone kind of grew and shrunk, uh, as, as the strike zone does, but it was being called both ways, so I'm appreciative of that. But Ian Anderson did what we needed him to do. He, like Max Free, came in there with that BDE, drug it on the infield. When he left in the parking lot, he was dragging it on the sidewalk. He just was full of himself, and that's what we needed. That's what this team needed. We lost Josh Donaldson. I was a big bringer of rain fan last year. I felt like he brought that swag, that that swagger, which I know is a term that was used years ago that I think is acceptable for me to say now, swagger, mojo, that uh, that BDE that this team needed, and he they did it. They did it in game two. Pitched six innings. Uh, Ronnie scored. Uh, not Ronnie scored, but there was Ronnie had a double, scored a run in the fifth, and then in the eighth inning, our offense was abysmal up until this point. I don't know if it was the time of day and the shadows and the sun. I don't know what it was, but our offense for two games looked awful. I mean, they didn't show up. We were strikeouts out of strikeouts. I knew I threw the stat out there earlier. We were the second uh, – team in Major League Baseball uh, to have home runs. We were also the third uh, highest strikeout team uh, in all the leagues. So, you know, yin and yang there, give and take. Um, but I was okay with that. I, I didn't – it didn't hurt my feelings. I was okay. I just really felt like the weather, the time of day, all that had a factor in that because uh, Ozuna looked like trash uh, the first game. Duvall had some horrible swings and misses. Everybody essentially looked awful until the bottom of the eighth inning. And this is this is what I, we're gonna we're gonna have a little chat here about Trevor Bauer and, and baseball being fun here in just a second. Uh, bottom of the eighth inning, Marcel Ozuna hits a two run home run, and then Adam Duvall hits a two run home run. We do all that stuff, go up essentially. I, I mean, the one run lead I thought was okay. I really would have liked some insurance runs, but when you're up five nothing, and the Reds who scored nothing were held scoreless for 22 innings. I mean, that was just like being up by 15. I feel like in the bottom of the eighth, uh, getting those four insurance runs that we really needed. 
Essentially, we won the game five to nothing. Like I said, Reds did nothing all game long. They were held to two hits uh, in the second game. I think they had eleven or twelve in game one, but they they couldn't they couldn't move anybody over. They, like I said in, in the first set of the game one, they had fourteen guys in scoring position, um, and both of their hits in game two were just singles. So nothing to to look bad about. Now let's 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 talk about fun. Baseball is fun. I am sure you've seen what Marcel Ozuna did. He hits the two-run bomb, stands there, admires it, and thinks to himself, oh, that was glorious. You know, let's see Let's see what else he thought. He might have thought like something like this. That, oh, my gosh, I hit the baseball, and it's a home run. He was 0 for 5 the day before, and he looked bad. He swings at it. He goes halfway down the line and takes a selfie. I do, it, what it irks me is people are upset about that, that he took a selfie. It's in the moment. There are no fans there. He didn't look at the Reds dugout and then do it. He was admiring it with his uh, teammates in the Atlanta dugout and took the selfie. I love that. I love that. People that are upset about that but feel like it was okay for Trevor Bauer to come off and do the chop, where, where, why? What is the difference? There is no difference in that. Bauer shoved and has the right to do that. Marcelo Zuna hits a two-run home run and essentially guarantees us the win. I know it's still 3-0, and I know they still have to come back up and bat in the top of the ninth. But like I said, for 21 innings, they were held scoreless and couldn't do anything. So, I mean, to feel that and just be, oh, just the, the whatever is fantastic for me. I loved it. I love seeing that. I love seeing the Braves have fun. Baseball is fun. Go buy your shirt at John Boy Media that says, Baseball is fun. It, that's what it needs. Baseball needs this. They need Fernando Tatis throwing the bat flip like Joey Bats. They need this stuff. They need Trevor Bauer and Ronald Acuna going back and forth on Twitter and neither one of them getting upset about it. If you go and look at that, Ronald Acuna, and if you don't know, I'll, I'll shed some light on it. Ronald uh, Bauer walked out and did his little Conor McGregor swag, step off the thing. He shoved. He's got every right to do that. Marcel Azuna hits the two-run home run. He's got every right to do that. So after the game, Ronnie then posts up a thing that says, go home with somebody doing the Conor McGregor dance. And then Trevor Bauer posts this amazing thing where it's his strikeouts. And, and it was fun. It was a fun thing. And, and I, can't, I don't want to play the song because I don't want to get copyrighted. I, you know, I have a little fling. But go look on Trevor's Twitter. It's fantastic. Trevor says, you all did fantastic. Congrats. Way to go. And Ronnie says, bro, you're too funny. It's fine. Neither one of them are upset. Nobody's going to get plunked. There, there's not this stupid, unwritten rule of baseball. I, I can say, I know that you have heard me talk about guys wearing pants that fit them. No CC Sabathia fit, uh, in my mind. Bring back stirrups. Bring back the knee highs. I love all that. But I also know that baseball needs this. They need Fernando Tatis to throw that bat. They need Ronnie to do stuff like that. It's, 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 it's fun. It makes baseball fun to watch it's just oh my gosh it's so so good and that's what baseball needs i love it i love it i love it fernando tatis and ronald acuna they are going to be the face of baseball for the next 10 years and, and we'll, we'll talk about juan soto as well those three dudes are i don't think either any of them are over 22 fernando i know is 21 i think ronnie's 22 maybe about to be 23 can you imagine to be a 22 year old and to be doing that in the sport and all eyes are on you as, as that three group, they will be doing this for the next 10 years of their life. They will be the next Mike Trout. They will be the next Albert Pujols. Uh, Tatis could be the next Derek Jeter. He, I think he plays better defense. But, hey, whoa, shots fired. 
but it's just so much fun. It gets me jazzed up. The way the playoffs have been this season has been phenomenal. Last Wednesday, there was eight baseball games from 12 p.m. to about 1. I actually think it went later because the Yankees game had a rain delay, so I think till about 2 a.m. you had baseball being played, and it was phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you love baseball, it's something to get in. I know that Baseball is not a sport for everyone to get to go, to get into. It's a hard sport to understand. Blah 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 blah. Anyway, I'm rambling. If 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 somebody was here, they would tell me, Norm, you're rambling. And I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But I just want you to know that the game of baseball is fun. We can have banter back and forth between players, and it's all right. It's fine. But let me tell you, if you were upset about the selfie, bring it all home now. If you're upset about Marcelo Zuna and Adam Duvall taking a selfie in the dugout, but okay with Trevor Bauer, you have a problem. That means you're a Reds fan and you don't like baseball. You, you've got to accept it both ways. Or if you are upset with Trevor Bauer doing the chop, but but you think it's perfectly fine for Ozuna to do the selfie, you, you can't you can't be that much of a homer. You got You got to take both of them because both of them are perfectly fine. It's fun. Just like Tatis throwing that bat probably 20 feet up in the air. It's fun. It's fun. That's what we need. We need those, you know, ESPN. I've said it about NASCAR. We need those driver fights and all that stuff. I've got to wrap it up because I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm going too much, aren't I? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. No! Okay, I'm wrapping it up. I'm wrapping it up. All right, let's, um, let's take a look at... Uh, the Brave series going up next uh, against the Marlins. Marlins, which is this is probably the scariest stat of all. The Marlins have never, never, not once, never lost a playoff series. Uh, they've won two World Series, and now they've beat the Cubs. They are phenomenal in that. However, this is not that Marlins group. While I personally think that Donnie Baseball, Don Mattingly, the coach of um, the Fish, the Marlins, will win Coach of the Year. I mean, just if you go back to the beginning of the season where, you know, 21 of their dudes caught COVID for whatever the reason may be. You can look that up yourself. Some hot takes on that. Um, and for them to come back and make the playoffs and to make it to the NLDS, uh, the Divisional Series, is it a, 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 an accomplishment. I mean, they've got – I think they had the most players um, – player transactions and most players brought up and down, I think with like 60-something guys um, brought up from the roster this year, that's fantastic. I mean, you can't take that away from them at all. You cannot discredit what they've done. They, I know the NL East was trash this season. The Braves won it. Congratulations. But the Phillies looked awful. The Nationals looked awful. The Mets looked awful. But you know what? They got it done. They made it into the playoffs, and that's all you can ask for as a team. And I'm excited for this series. Uh, I think the overall record, let me check real quick. Okay, so the Braves, sorry about that. I had to, I had to pause for a second because I couldn't find the stats. Um, the Braves' overall record uh, against the Fish this year was 6-4, and four, so they have a winning record against the Marlins. Um, really, they pretty good. I mean, all Braves fans will remember um, that we threw up the 29 spot on them in that one game. Um, which is fantastic. I mean, who's not going to argue about that? The Marlins did, however, I think end up winning that series that we played them, but who cares? We threw up 29 against them. Um, I know some Marlins fans are probably not going to like that. I really doubt that I have a big following of Marlins fans that listen to a Scruffy City Sports podcast that pretty much primarily talks about the Braves. Um, but, you know, if they are, come on, let's have a conversation. Uh, in the world of 2020, people forget that you can have an opinion and I can have an opinion, and we our opinions can be opinions which yours doesn't have to be right mine doesn't have to be right we've kind of forgot about that but anyway i'm not going to go down that road um but seriously 
I'm looking forward to this series. I am sure that Six Toe uh, Lopez will pitch for uh, the Marlins probably game one into game two. I'm sure that Freed and Anderson will be our one and two starters, probably Kyle Wright after that. Then I'm assuming game four, if needed, uh, would be a bullpen like a Tomlin, um, Enoa Wilson, some type of that combo um, going for that. Of course, obviously we don't have the uh, NLDL or the NLDS roster in front of me, or I could tell you for sure who I think would pitch, but but that's probably how it'll go. And then if we needed Max Freed, maybe on that fifth, if we really needed that, um, with the no games off between those series, it's really clinching or sweeping is is necessary so we could realign our pitching for the next series, which is just crazy that MLB did that. They didn't factor in um, off days. Maybe if they would have approved the schedule, you know, a month ahead of time, uh, we could have built in a few more off days for teams and maybe even built in, you know, a couple extra days off during the uh, the playoffs. But, hey, I digress. Um, so, really, that's I don't have a lot more to talk about. I feel like the Braves, again, probably going to win this next series in four games uh, is what I'll say four games uh, I think uh, Anderson and Freed will win those games our third game that's going to be a toss-up maybe Wright comes in and shoves I don't know I've not really thought about it I've kind of taken a couple of days to take a deep breath away from baseball if, if, if you are around me during those uh, two wild card play-in play-in games whatever they want to call them I was I was a little high strung and, and little on edge for the majority of that but we won that's all I'm excited about. I've said that before. I know I've said that before. I know um, the Braves won. I'm happy. Like I said, do you want me to play it again where, where Norm said it was a lock? I mean, I, here, I can't. Hold on. Let's see. I'm going to do it on the fly. No, I'm not going to do it on the fly. Hold on. Yeah, maybe I will. You ready? Chat, Braves fans. Don't be scared about but it. But Norm's scared, but he's also locked in. He said it's a lock that the Braves win. There you go. There you go. I mean, it's recorded. It's on YouTube. That means I'm famous, right? I'm just, I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to do it. Uh, a short podcast. I know it's been a long time. I'm probably going to record another UT podcast uh, to talk about them. Uh, just, I'm just not going to put it on this because this was a brave specific. I'm also, I don't want to hold it to it, but I'd really like to do a game recap. So maybe I can do a 10, 15 minute thing after each game and just word vomit because I feel like I'm really good at that. I've got some hot takes that I could throw out there. But anyway, this is just a Braves recap from the first series. Um, I promise, I promise, I promise I'm going to do a, uh, a UT recap after the first two. Uh, I'm probably going to record it right now and then put it up maybe Monday, Tuesday. And then after that, I'm going to try my best to do maybe a quick retake. Maybe I can throw it on my phone and the quality won't be that good just so I can just, blah, 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 you know, I can't believe that, you know, one of those things because um, I like doing that. I miss you all. I, I miss communicating. This is a great outlet for me. I don't care if anyone listens to it. I really don't. The numbers mean nothing to me. I just enjoy it. I feel like I'm okay at talking to people uh, through this this form of outlet. But that's it. That's, that's really all I've got. I'm happy that um, you got to hear my voice. I'm happy. I know that some people have reached out to me and been like, Norm, where's the podcast? I don't do anything but sports if you don't tell me. Um, and I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, that's all I've got. I'm going to leave you with um, another song from uh, 2001 because that's the the vibe we are going with here. Um, until I see you guys again, happy fall in East Tennessee. It's cooling down. It's not 95 and 100% humidity again. F- college football's back in action. Baseball's winding down. I don't care about the NBA. I know the Lakers and Heat are in it, but I really don't care. Sorry if you're here for NBA content. I apologize. It's not going to happen. Really, we'll try better 
whenever that. I'll tell you who wins the, the championship. How about that? Does that make up for it? All right, everybody. I will see you guys later. It's been fantastic. It's been real, and it's been fun. It's been real fun, as I always like to say. Take care. Um, and, uh, you know, I was going to say something else, and I, I don't remember. But uh, that's all I got. Later, guys.